everyone my name is aarti welcome to south connect this is our weekly show where we round up some very important and interesting news from across five states of southern india let us begin with karnataka ahead of elections in 2023 the karnataka chief minister basavraj bommai is facing many corruption allegations against him two associations representing at least 13000 schools in karnataka have written to prime minister narendra modi accusing the basavraj bommai led bjp government of corruption The associated managements of primary and secondary schools and the registered unaided private schools management associations have urged Prime Minister Modi to look into the alleged bribes that are being demanded by the state education department to issue recognition certificates to educational institutions. Unscientific, irrational, discriminatory and non-compliance norms are applied to only unaided private schools and huge corruption is in place the letter read. The associations claim that multiple complaints and pleas to state education minister BC Nagesh have gone unattended and demanded Nagesh's resignation. The associations also allege that government prescribed textbooks have still not reached the schools despite the beginning of the new academic year. Not only that the school associations have also urged Prime Minister Modi to look into the allegations and launch an investigation into the affairs of the Karnataka Education Ministry. Earlier even Contractors Association which is a delegation of the Karnataka State Contractors Association led by President D Kempanna on Wednesday met Congress leader Sidaramaiah after which the former alleged that the government was corrupt and accused ministers and MLAs of demanding a percentage in commission 40% to be precise Kempanna said that associations would be writing another letter to Prime Minister Modi in this regard and that it will continue its fight demanding an independent judicial probe into the alleged corruption however bombay denied these allegations meanwhile former karnataka chief minister bs yadurappa seems to be back in the game party's master strategist as he is known bs yadurappa met prime minister narendra modi and party president jp nadda in new delhi on friday he is likely to meet home minister amit shah later after he receives an appointment let us move on to the next state that is the state of kerala A single bench of the Kerala High Court on Wednesday stayed a controversial order of the Kolikode Sessions Court in Civic Chandran anticipatory bail plea order. The Sessions Court while granting anticipatory bail to 74-year-old activist Civic Chandran held that a sexual harassment case would not prima facie stand if the victim was wearing a sexually provocative dress. The Kerala government had appealed against the lower court's order which granted bail to Chandran who was charged with outraging the modesty of a woman while the kerala high court has stayed the lower court order justice kausar said that owing to his age civic chandran who is 74 should not be arrested till the case is heard by the high court considering the age of the accused he shall not be arrested till the disposal of this the order stated now let us move on to the second news from the state of kerala amid a standoff between the kerala government and governor arif mohammad khan the state assembly on wednesday tabled the university laws amendment bill 2020 which clips the powers of the governor in appointing vice chancellors to universities higher education minister r bindu introduced the bill in the assembly among other changes proposed in the bill the number of members in the search committee to identify suitable vice chancellor candidates has been increased from 3 to 5 with the amendment the search committee will have nominees of the state government and state higher education council this will in effect end the governor's discretion in the selection process 
The opposition, however, slammed the bill as anti-constitutional and against the regulations of the university's grants commission. Let us move on to the state of Tamil Nadu. India struck down the age-old Section 377 few years back, but as far as the LGBTQIA community is concerned, the reforms and acceptance in the society is still a long process. These changes in way society looks at the community will not be overnight. But we can take baby steps towards it and that too counts. Tamil Nadu government has shown the way to the country in this regard. Perhaps for the first time ever in the country, Tamil Nadu government has published a glossary of LGBTQIA terms in Tamil in the Government Gazette. The glossary has been adopted for the most part from the LGBTQIA glossary that was published by Queer Chennai Chronicles, The News Minute, Orinam and several queer individuals, although the Tamil Nadu government's latest version has some changes from the original one. The move comes on the back of a series of judgments given by Madras High Court Justice Anand Venkatesh to improve the lives of LGBTQIA people in the state. The High Court had asked the government to come up with a list of terms in Tamil for the media to use in order to stop derogatory references to the community and the persons belonging to this community. LGBTQIA communities in the states and Tamil persons and communities across the world have welcomed the move by the Tamil Nadu government. Going on to another news from the state, the Supreme Court this week came down hard on the DMK for some of its statements on the issue of freebies, saying that the judiciary is responsible and the wisdom does not belong to a particular party or a particular person. A bench headed by former Chief Justice N.V. Ramana during the hearing of a PIL against irrational freebies wrapped DMK the moment its counsel P. Wilson, who is also DMK MP, commenced his submission. DMK leaders have been maintaining that freebies are essentially welfare measures in Tamil Nadu and the state government has the right to decide what welfare measures have to be given to the people. The DMK on August 16th had moved an impediment motion before the Supreme Court in this regard. Let's move on to the next state, that is the state of Andhra Pradesh. The Andhra Pradesh government on Friday banned the use of vinyl banners across the state as part of the drive against plastic. Instead, cloth banners should be used to protect the environment, Chief Minister Y.S. Jagan Mohan Reddy said. The Chief Minister launched a massive beach cleaning program in Vishakhapatnam in partnership with US-based non-profit Parley for the Oceans. Our endeavour is to make Andhra Pradesh plastic-free by 2027. Ban on vinyl banners is the first step in that direction, the Chief Minister said. Though expensive, he suggested the use of cloth banners. Jagan Mohan Reddy said the ban on plastic use in temple town Thirumala Thirupati was yielding good results as people shifted to the use of cloth bags. In another news, more than 22,000 volunteers lined up at 40 locations along 29 kilometers of the coastal line in Vaisag on Friday for a mega beach cleanup drive. They collected 76 tons of plastic waste and trash and handed them over to the Greater Vishakhapatnam Municipal Corporation for disposal. Moving on to the next news from the state, a tense situation prevailed in Andhra Pradesh's Kuppam on Thursday when an Anna canteen that was set to be inaugurated by former Chief Minister and Telugu Desam Party Supremo Chandrababu Naidu was vandalized. Naidu was visiting Kuppam, the constituency that he represents, to inaugurate the canteen when members of the ruling YSRCP allegedly attacked the TDP members 
and vandalized a few banners set up in front of the canteen building. Clashes between TDP and YSRCP workers had continued for the second consecutive day on Thursday in view of Naidu's visit to the constituency. Let's move on to the next state, that is the state of Telangana. This week, Hyderabad saw tense situation over the alleged insult of Prophet Muhammad by BJP MLAT Raja Singh in response to comedian Munawar Faruqi. T. Raja Singh had issued a video against Faruqi in which he allegedly made insulting remarks against Prophet Muhammad. Several Muslim organizations and communities protested outside various police stations demanding action. However, in some places, protests turned violent with stone pelting being reported from some quarters. To quell these protests, police also resorted to lati charge in some areas. Police personnel detained several young men they suspected to be involved in the protest. Visuals showed police resorting to severe lati charge on many young men, even as some of their family members denied that they were involved in the protest. Several allegations have surfaced of police personnel using excessive force and in some cases barging into people's homes to detain suspected protesters alleged to have resorted to violence. Meanwhile, Sir Tanse Juda calls were also reportedly given in the protest. Sayyid Abdahu Kashaf, the Hyderabad man who was seen in a viral video leading slogans calling for the beheading of MLA T. Raja Singh, has been arrested by the police. T. Raja Singh has also been arrested by the police. BJP has suspended him from the party and has also issued show cause notice against him. So do let us know what you think about this in the comment box below. For more news and updates, you can log on to www.hwnews.in.